let's talk about uh, Thrun, since we're Thrun. ignoring the big troll in the room. Yo, Thrun. He's I'm not ignoring. I'm not Thrun. ignoring you. Oh. 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 You mean you, you mean the goblin? <laughs> oh my bad. He's a goblin. I forgot. Keep <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Top Deck Hero Radio, episode number two. I'm your host, Michael Harper, uh, and here with me again this week is uh, Lewis. Yo. Hector. Yeah. And Brian. Hey, guys. Anyway, um, we got a few things to talk about this week. Uh, from uh, the Player of the Year race for 2010, got updates on that. Uh, we got a lot of new spoilers out. We're not going to go over all of them, but we're going to hit a few key ones. Um, and let's go ahead and get the show going. Um, Hector, anything new this week? Uh, well, I actually wanted to start off with the Player of the Year race because uh, Magic the Gathering did something very interesting and special, in my opinion, for it. Um, uh, basically, uh, Brad Nelson and I think his name is Matay- Guillermo Matayon. can't pronounce the name. Matignon. Montillon, or whatever. Butcher that thing. Butcher yeah. it. <laughs> Butcher his name. Sorry, Montillon. Um, yeah, basically, they're going to keep their standard decks that they registered for the Pro Tour. I mean, not the Pro Tour, the uh, Worlds. So whatever deck they took to Worlds, that's a standard deck they took to Worlds. That's the deck that they're going to have to keep, which is interesting because now they know what each other is playing. So, um, what's, uh, what's his name? Brad Nelson, what's Brad Nelson's deck? Cargo, Cargo, Cargo. Nice, Cargo, Call, Cargo, man. No, man. Yeah, Call, 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 because the Squadron Hawks. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just, I'm used to Cargo. That's not a matchup. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my friend um, Ralph and I were like playing that at Denny's like two hours straight. Just that matchup. And which one came on out on top? Yeah. Bro, then I beat him three in a row. Okay, well, okay, what deck? I'm sorry, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Him three in a row first, doesn't tell me anything. Say that, say that Hector, again. Hold on, hold on off. a second. Hector, I just said I like that matchup. Therefore, I was using one of the decks, right? Yes. So, okay, obviously, I like that matchup. I was using one of the decks. Uh, Which deck uh, were you uh, using? I, I was using Cargo. Yeah. Okay, you were using Cargo, and, 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 and he was using Blue Black. Yeah. yeah. Then, then after that, we did a Cargo Mirror match. That that took forever. Hmm. <laughs> Squadron Hawk beat down. All right, all right. That 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 that's good. But yeah, it's gonna be standard. The first two games, I believe, are standard. Then the next two are a sealed, but it's a very different sealed. Unlike our sealed that we're gonna have in Scars of Mirrodin, Besides being the, you get to choose your side. Um, Normally, we would get three boosters from uh, Scars of Mirrodin and three boosters from Besiege. And I'm sorry, it's Besiege's pre-release. Uh, and three and three boosters from Besiege. They're going to get six boosters from Scars of Mirrodin and six boosters from Besiege. Do they get to pick a faction? Uh, I don't know that. I don't think so. I, I think they just get the, get the straight boosters, which is really interesting because that, that, like just getting six boosters of a set that's already so small, that means they're going to have a lot of powerful cards from Besiege. And, and, and a lot of powerful cards from Scars, but I mean, that, that's, the six boosters from Scars is just like if you were to do Scars sealed. But yeah, and after that, if, if they're both two and two, then it goes back to standard. 
So I mean, unless no, no, one of that... it, no it goes. It, the fifth game is double steal, uh, double sealed again. And then for some reason, if there's nobody, if there's no winner determined by that, then game six and seven are determined by standard. So yeah, pretty much, it's like, yeah, like it's two standard games, then three double sealed, and then standard. Right. <clears throat> Which is which is interesting because it gives it gives variety to it. Like it, it shows deck building, not just a deck that you brought. Strange though, because like I don't know how a winner won't be determined by game five. Like, is there even a way to to make a tie in besieged and scars? It's just, I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, that is that is very interesting actually, because it's game one and two is standard, three and four double sealed. So I guess unless they get game three and four, so I guess best out of five, I guess, is, is what, what, what they're yeah, saying. it's essentially best out of five. It's going to be best out of five, but the first two games are going to be standard. So, unless one of the deck in standard, two O's, and then one one win of sealed. Or actually, no, yeah. But, but, it, there has to be a draw. Yeah, it, ha- it has to be a draw between standard and, 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 and sealed, and then it'll go to another sealed, and then if there's a draw between that, then it goes back to standard. I don't think it'll get to that six to seven standard. I, I really don't. I think I think it'll end at game five sealed. Yeah. But yeah, that 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 that's the announcement on that one. I am um, very excited to. I hope that I hope they podcast or not podcast. They live cast the um the whole event. The, the, the match. Sucks for me though, because that's the weekend of my wedding, so I don't even think I can watch anything of the coverage. Hold on, you, you getting married? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good. That's why he's in Canada. Yeah, the whole reason he moved to Canada was to be with his fiance. Hey, not just that. I wanted to oh. eat some moose so I could gain their powers. Oh, Gosh. I, I, I thought it was. I, I thought you moved there because I, I thought you were gonna do MTGO with your with your girlfriend like next to each other. I, I didn't know. My bad. Yeah, I could still do that. Oh, but okay. <laughs> that's not why I moved to Canada. Oh, okay, okay. okay. We, just right. we were wondering, you know. Yeah. Wonder um, what? Go ahead. Also, I was... Uh, I know, I feel like I'm taking over this podcast. I was no, 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 to, go. I no, no, able... go. No, you're just not overlapping anyone. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very funny. Um, I wasn't able to go to uh, my PTQ, which saddened me greatly. Due to- ooh, ooh, we were going to talk about that later, but okay, if we want to go through that now. All right, we'll talk about it later. Let's go to spoilers. That's what I really want to well, talk about. Well, no, okay. First, you know, other kind of news that's out there. Of course, everybody knows that right now while we're podcasting, it's Saturday night, first day of Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. Grand Prix Atlanta is yeah. over. Hope I think it's over by now, but um, days, I, we can't. Two actually talk about it yet because we don't know the outcomes and stuff we'll probably talk about it next week uh other than that is there any news going on guys other than that that you want to talk yeah. about everybody's at gp atlanta <laughs> yeah, that, exactly it's yeah. like I, I i went to uh, phoenix games one of the stores over here um and like i wanted to buy a frost titan and they were out of every rare i'm like oh that's right they took their entire supply off the gp yeah <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Fuck. Oh. That but, sucks so bad. But yeah, and also like half the plier, half the plier. Which Yo, is like a I got two more. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, no, no. no. See, those two go on my deck. Oh, screw yes. What? <laughs> well, they go on my deck. Um, okay, so ship them to Canada. Come on. 
Okay, <laughs> m- moving on, on from that, guys. Okay, go ahead, Brian. Just, just one thing. You don't even play paper magic. <laughs> yes, <I do>. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, how about this? How about this, Lewis? I'll send you two uh, two paper frost titans if you give me two on MTGO. How about that? <laughs> Since you have like twelve. No, he sold them all. I already oh, tried. Shit. I already tried. <laughs> I can right, get paper, uh, MTGO frost titans if you send me paper ones. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cute. Um. Anyway, Mike yeah, has I, something I, to say. Well, no, moving on, since there isn't much other news to talk about today, uh, just yeah, wanted to go into a, a few announcements really quick. Um, our website, topdeckhero.com, it's been down for a few days, and it may be down for like another day or so. It's uh, because we had to switch server or uh, host, hosting companies, because hosting company that we were with, they didn't want to allow us to do podcasting. So we switched to a real host that will let us do podcasting. <laughs> a real host. Yes. We deny your host capabilities. Yeah, it, it, it really was annoying because we had everything set up on one host. and Yeah, that, that, that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so now so, i got to redo the whole website again on another host. Yeah. Because I'm to not... To be fair, the, the, the host was pretty awesome. Like, we made the call and it's like, oh, yeah, our site's about magic. Like, it's like, really? I qualified for a pro tour Japan in Japan. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know like, that. It was yeah. crazy. It was like two different people that we talked to in a row. Like the first guy, he qualified. I think it was back in nineteen, or I'm sorry, what was it 2006? 2006, 2006 for a pro tour in Japan. Man, magic is everywhere, bro. And uh, <laughs> a little bit later on, we talked to another guy, and he was like, "Man, the name of your site is it's kind of funny." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, you know, we, we play Magic the Gathering, me and some of my friends, and you know, there was this guy that we used to always call the Top Deck Hero, and it's like." Really? That's what our website's about. <laughs> That's awesome. So they, they were extra, extra, extra dedicated oh. to getting this site going, <laughs> working. It's like, oh, magic? Oh, but yeah. childhood. I mean, <laughs> just, just asking that if, you know, for the next week or so, there's articles slowly going back up onto the site. Bear with us as we get that all straightened out. I also wanted to remind everybody, we are brought to you by NewbieGames.com. Uh, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be having the podcast right now. Um, Newbie Games is uh, spelled N-O-O-B-I-E Games.com uh, If you did, you know live in South Florida Come check them out They do everything here from Magic the Gathering To Yu-Gi-Oh to Warhammer uh, They even have a D&D group that meets On Monday nights So um, come on by, check them out Now um, moving on Spoilers uh, Spoilers, spoilers, yes Spoilers, spoilers. All right, and we don't want to we don't want to bore you to death with every spoiler that came out. What are you talking about? I, I I I just did I just made a list. Hector's of, made a list of the ones that he would like to talk about. Hector. It's a page long of, of of the legitimate ones. It's a page one, and to start off on the top of the list is "Go for the Throat." Oh, that's and a that big is one. Uh, instant one colorless one black destroy target non artifact creature. Uncommon. Now this pretty much. Debunks or goes side by side with Doomblade, and that effectively means four, eight Doomblade-like effects in standard, which is a lot. <laughs> what do you guys think about that one? I mean, I, I like it. I think that that gives Blue Black a lot of versatility and also forces them to change their Grave Titan strategy. This this is definitely a pretty big like it, it's going to be pretty impactful because that makes vampires less of a threat. Because one of the reasons vampires are so good because they it avoided like the best removal in the format, which is and Gra- yeah, and Grave Titan, which was like the finisher for Blue Black because again it avoided Doomblade. Creeping Tar Pit is not safe anymore. Yeah, exactly. So like like 
that that changes the, the removal meta. I, I understand what Lewis is going to mean, and we're talking about it for a long time. Um, the, yeah, that that that's very very big, and 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 as of right now, there is no like big artifact creature besides Warm Coil, so that may force Blue Black to do a split between Warm Coil and and uh, Grave Titan because both of them have really good benefit even if they die. Mm. So I mean, <laughs> that that's a good card, but uh, let, let's not dwell on on that one. Next up is Viridian Corruptor, if I'm pronouncing it right, which I'm probably it's, butchering, but it's just a better version of Viridian Shaman from Mirrodin because it has in fact. Yeah, it has in fact, and it, and and the fact that it destroys destroys an artifact is amazing because Green Given Destroy Artifact for limited that's pretty pretty fantastic. Hector, and I think yeah. Hold on a second. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Check your phone. Check my phone. Why, okay. why do you want me to check my phone? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Keep talking after you check your phone. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that, that has... So, like, one thing is that it's not as splashable, but th- I don't think that really matters because of your impact here. Good, good work, Brian. You made Hector unable to speak. That That's a feat that nobody can do. Hey, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Now, if only, now, the real feat to accomplish is getting him to speak correctly. Grammatically <laughs> correct. <laughs> if you can accomplish that... Alright, it's a Canadian. I'll show you what it's a boot. Okay, um... So, Viridian Corruptor. Here's my thing. It's in fact, I'm happy. More more cards for my casual deck. (laughs) There's also, um... The Phyrexian Bat Mother. Oh, that's another... Yeah, the Bat Mother was on my list, too. Say Phyrexian again. Phyrexian Bat Mother. Phyrexian... Phyrexian? Phyrexian? It's Phyrexian? <laughs> oh no. Bitch, talk about my speech. Uh, I'm sorry, let, let me do it again. Marfolk. <laughs> Marfolk? Phyrexian. Marfolk? Mike, go watch YouTube and listen to how they say Phyrexian. Uh, I don't care what somebody on YouTube says. Phyrexian. An official magic preview. Go ahead, go ahead. Phyrexian? Okay. okay. Next card. Oh, yeah, no. What card were you no, talking for, about? No, Phyrexian Vatmother. Phyrexian Vatmother, ah. Phyrexian Hydra. Hold on, um, the hy- hold on a second, Hector. Sorry again. Did you check your message? Yeah, I did. Yeah, this lesson learned yet? No? No, I'm stubborn. You'll get over it. Douche okay, can, can we ahead. stop like talking about Hector's phone for like 12 minutes? You know? <laughs> no, no, no. Back, back on topic. Back on topic. Phyrexian Vat Mother. It's another card I'm happy about. It's a, it, it beats Thrun. The, the troll. The last troll is no more. <laughs> Man... Throwing, throwing the last troll looks like nothing to that compared to that. Like just demolished block. If he blocks, it's over. It's it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. So you get a poison counter each turn. Whoop de doo. He swings for four. Yeah, I'm, and big you know, I think, the best thing I've seen about this car is yeah, they give you that negative that you get a poison counter every turn. But this is the first I think uh, creature that's been spoiled that actually had a power and toughness that was better than the casting cost. Yeah, exactly. Four you know or five. Saying? That's a lot of damage to deal. For four. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much you can you can kill a person in three turns, so what, you're going to get three poison counters tops if like, they don't block? Like, on You kill them three turns, you get three poison. Unless somebody else is dealing poison to you, that's still a pretty good average. Like, worse comes to worse, they arrest it, and then you're in trouble. Pacifism. Assuming limited. No, okay. like even just pacifism. Something that nobody plays that though. 
Okay, what's next on the list, Hector? I I, I want to say something. Oh, I want to say something. Go ahead, Brian. Um, the the living pithing needle, Firection, Firection Revoker. Oh, that we talked Fire about Revolver. last week. Yeah. No, we didn't talk about that last week. We didn't talk about that one last week. No, no. this guy is a living pithing needle. So he's like two for two one. Does the same thing pithing needle does, <clears throat> which is very deadly in Legacy. I gotta tell you, if you like somehow either vial that thing into the board, it's. It's 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 gonna stop a lot of uh, activation costs. The one thing is you can't pick like fetch lands, which I like. I still oh. remember some awesome stories from from legacy That's- events, but you can't stop like a noble hierarch and extended. No, but you can also stop the bomb cards, uh, engineered explosives. What's the yeah. stuff like that? You know, it's. Oh, uh, pernicious the, deed. Pernicious deed. See, that's the field reset. Like you don't want that. Like, it's a really good sideboard. Okay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Let's talk about uh, Thrun, since we're Thrun. ignoring the big troll in the room. Yo, Thrun. He's I'm not hot. Ignoring. I'm Thrun? not ignoring you. Oh. 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 You, mean, you, you mean the goblin? <laughs> oh, my bad. He's a goblin. I forgot. Keep <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but Thrun, Thrun. I remember Hector when you first saw this was spoiled. Like you called me in tears. That oh my god, they made a green card. I want. No, 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 no. Hector had the best response for me because I since I couldn't see previews, he's just like best card ever. I'm like okay, I can't see, I can't see spoilers. He's like, well, as soon as you can, you should look it up. It's like, can't you just tell me what the card is? (laughs) Mike, I was in the middle of like organizing cards and I get like a phone call. Brian, Brian. Oh my god, did you see the previews? And then I looked at the preview. Oh, Thrun the last show. Oh man, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? Like, like he was on cocaine and just started. <laughs> Dude, he's just a troll. Yeah, I know he's a t- he's he's a troll, and I and I trolled on it, but uh, but still, like like he is one of the most for- he's gonna be one of the most format defining because now decks have to build with him in mind, greatly in mind. I and particularly the control decks. I mean, yeah, the, the, there's ways to stop them. There's there, there's many cards that there's there's always a way to stop it in Magic. Like nothing is like, well, not a lot of things are like over the top powerful. There are ways to stop it, but in stopping it, you have to con- consider that, which is why it makes it such a just just him being in the meta makes you build your deck completely different. No, I that think mother be- becomes better. I think <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, the the last troll is pretty good for Mythic. Mythic inscription. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I think actually, isn't this kind of like technically one of the first green mythics in a while that's like, wow, that's worth it. Lotus? Yep. Lotus, Lotus oh, Cobra was, yeah. Lotus it's, it's, it's a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been, Vengevine, remember there was a lot of debate when Vengevine came out how, you know, this is mythic? Like, why? Well, we all know Vengevine's got its place, it's good, but some people still say it shouldn't have been a mythic. But I don't know. This one to me feels like this, beyond a shadow of a doubt, should be a mythic card. Yeah, like in limited, yeah. you drop him. He he owns in extend. I don't know about extended. Maybe in extended. Uh, I'm not too, too too deep into that pool yet. But in standard, he 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 definitely makes it a huge impact. Which then leads me to to another card, which is a cycle actually. The the zenith, the suns, the the sun cycle, and the sun zenith cycles, which I think all of them are actually pretty good. No, nah, I don't think so. The red one's horrible. The red one's limited. The red one's good. He's, in in he own said, form, he good. said pretty good. He didn't say amazing. Yeah, some of them are better than others, without a doubt. Oh, yeah, like the, my the favorite. Black and the green black are sun. by far. Yeah, the, the black, black sun, is just the crazy. black is my favorite one. 
six mana beat through. No, <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I don't think <laughs> I've actually seen a black but, one yet. But that uh, double. Uh, uh, well, why don't we tell people what the hell we're talking about? <laughs> like they know. Hey, oh, we yeah. should so, if they're listening to us. But the black yeah. sun zenith is black black X. Uh, put X minus one minus one counters on all creatures. So yeah, it, and then it, shuffle it into it, it, shuffle yeah, it into, back into owner's library. That's an option that now blue black control may have. Hey, I can throw maybe one or two of these, and it also helps with like the aggro decks. I mean, for four mana, minus two, minus two is pretty pr- pretty good in most in most aggressive um, against mm-hmm. most aggressive creatures. That's like definitely because it's like a day of judgment on turn four for black. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's like, some of the aggro decks, yeah. yeah. Or like even it's just for three mana, it can kill most like Boros. Yeah. Like, what no, do they that's have that's true. Than, than it, it, toughness? Kills I mean, yeah, it, kill, right. no, it even kills links, step links too. Yeah, and, and, it, it kills a lot of stuff, but and then we have the green suns in it. Green suns in it. It's, I think know, that's the green, best. Green and X sorcery rare. Search your library for a green creature card with converted mana cost X or less. Put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Shuffle Green Sun Zenith into the owner's library. That's just good. Anybody that knows I magic knows that's a good it, card. Honestly, I think it's just going to make Valika just stronger. Like as the format's still going to have Valika because of this. Because mm-hmm. a turn turn three, you you or whatever. Whenever you have three mana, you can get Overgrown Battlement if that's what you need. Shuffle it, and then eventually, like once you ha- actually have the mana, you you get Primeval Titan. You have multiple I, copies of Primeval I and guess, multiple elements. I guess the best way to describe its usefulness is that it's 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 it it it, 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 it not only I understand I understand you're saying a Valakut, but that that that's not as far as its reach can go. I mean, this can put turn three fauna shaman fauna shaman decks being able to search already with fauna shaman being able to search for so many things and then on top of that i'm able to search for fauna shaman which can search me things for other things it could also search for thrun turn five like or or a titan turn seven or or not turn seven necessarily but you know at seven mana yeah it creates redundancy in so many green decks and it's just it's gonna make that a lot better like all those decks are gonna become stronger to be and also as a side note because there's not so many multicolored cards in standard right now it gets glissa that that is true swamps yeah that that is true it does get glissa without swamps but i I wouldn't add glissa without swamps just because I won't cast her. <laughs> okay, let's move on, because this is a cycle. I don't want to spend too much time in each card, guys, but let's go on to one I want Brian to talk about. Blue Sun Zenith. Do mm. uh, you think this one's going to take Jace's Ingenuity out of the play and put this one in? We, well, first, Jace's Ingenuity is already gone, but it has potential. I believe it has potential. That, there's another card I wanted to talk about. Like, this card I, I'm going to talk about is like... Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Let's not just blow off Blue Sun Zenith. I think you know this is no, a but honestly, that's all. That's all it is. It's an instant. It's a. It's, it, an it's end a mind of turn spring card. at instant for one more. Yeah, it's an end of turn card. Okay, but right, um, that, what that's I wanted, Blue Sun, guys, next. What card. I what I wanted to talk about was the one Mike goes gaga over. It's, hey, uh, hey, hey, wait, wait, wait! I was gonna bring that one up. Now, come on. Go ahead then. Blight Steel Colossus. <laughs> you know, I, I was actually what? saying one day. I was actually saying one day to myself, and I was like, "Hmm, what would happen if you know?" Darksteel Colossus shows back up and gets infected. The next day, Blightsteel Colossus is on, you know, been spoiled. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking at this card like, this is crap, this is garbage, it'll take too long to come out. I mean, yeah, but once it's out, it ends the game. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, really? An 11, 11 trample? Yes, he costs 12 mana. He has infect. He's indestructible. 
And if he would go to the graveyard from anywhere, reveal him and put him back into the library, shuffle him into the library instead. I I don't uh, think people understand that no one's going to cast this card. No. They're going to cheat it into play. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, there's polymorph ways to do it. I think in Scars there was the uh, an artifact polymorph kind of card. Oh, Shape Anew. Anew. Yeah, Shape Anew. There's also the Kadatha Forge Master way of bringing him into play. Uh, th- there's all kinds of ways to cheat him in right now. Dinker. Legacy. Legacy. <laughs> Dinker. Oh, Dinker. No, Inventage. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, is ridiculous. <laughs> Dinker. Oh, you're fucked now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely pretty awesome. I actually didn't believe Mike when, when, when he told me. He's like, dude, you have to see this awesome card. I'm like, all right, what is it? Actually, what, wasn't that the same reaction I got from you when I first told you about, I think it was Ulamog when they first spoiled him? No, it was Kozilek, and I was like, that's It was Kozilek, yeah. I, I sent you the picture of Kozilek, and you were like, yeah, that's a fake. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It was on Magic's website. <laughs> no, but 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 you didn't even send me a picture of Blightseer. You just said, dude, this is the craziest infect card. And I'm like, just, just give me the link. And he sent me the link. And Look, instantly I called him back. He sent you a picture. He called me. He said, I need some cards. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, okay. Get me this. Okay. Because, I, because, I got because in all honesty, it, like let's say this doesn't make standard because it's like kind of a combo cheat something into play kind of thing. I mean, I play a lot of casual magic, and this is something that I'm going to play in casual no matter what. Well, of course. That's fun. I mean, you never know. You really never know what, what will make it. Until, until it actually makes it. Yeah, then you're like, oh, okay. Then then um, the following set after this one releases some crazy thing, like put a target Colossus in your deck onto the field. Yeah, Although right. that's being very blunt. <laughs> but... No, that'll never happen, but... I'm just I'm just being very blunt. Like, hey, put I'm just saying, it, it's a, it's already like thirteen dollars for pre-order. I say get in on it before it becomes Jace. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, actually, yes. I noticed that he's like the fourth most expensive card in the set right now. Look, hey, hold on, what what the blight steel? Yeah, he's the fourth most expensive. Hold on, one look, right there's too many ways to kill him in any format, oh, especially true. the older formats. In standard, there really isn't. Well, really? yeah, actually, there is Perfect. now because of their printing the exiles. <laughs> it's not the, it's not just the principle of killing him. The mere fact that you try hard to put it on the field just for you to bounce it back, that's annoying. Yeah. So it's it's another form of kill. So like Jace bounce, unsummon, or revoke existence. Like jeez. Yeah, th- 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 there's a lot of wait, wait. <laughs> Brian Brian just did something. Brian mentioned a planeswalker named Jace. That about one year ago was like the huge spoiled and, card. And exactly about a year ago, actually. So um. Should we talk about him now, or should we keep waiting? I remember... No, no. I remember... Hold on. Before that, I remember, like, um, Hector giving me a Jace for $20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I was hot I, I, I remember Ooh. somebody giving me a Jace for Four Path to Exile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You you got... I mean, like... Hey, th- th- this, will be, this will be a good opportunity. Why don't we ask our listeners to send us their most ridiculous trade? Yes. That they've by, done, like, their most one-sided trade ever. <laughs> like, by all means, please do that. Listeners... Jason- Send us, send us that, and uh, I can't promise you you get anything, but we'll definitely talk about it on the air because we, we love those kind of stories here. Yeah, those are ridiculous. I mean, like, the guy needed four path to exiles, and he was so desperate that Mike <laughs> warned him, like, 15 times. Are you sure? Are you sure? I was like, I, I felt bad, but I wasn't even screwing him because I told him, like, a thousand times, bro, you know this card's, like, you know, right at that time. I th- no, but at that time, I think it was, like, like 60. 60. Yeah. And I said it over and over again. Dude, you realize path to exile is a $5 card at that time, you know? <laughs> And over and over again, he's like, no, man, I need it. I have to have them. I have to have them. Yeah. Okay, I'll, well, I'll take it. <laughs> if, sure. I was Mike, I, if I was Mike, I would have gave four path tags and bought him dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's dinner, dude. 
Um, but, but okay, yeah, this Planeswalker talk is leading up to something, guys. Yeah, who let, wants let, to read it? Let, let, let's do Mr. Mr. Tezzeret. Wait, wait, hold on. It's it's not that who wants to read it. Is that no matter how hard we try, someone's gonna interrupt us anyway. So just let him do it. <laughs> why why you gotta be? Such, I'm not gonna say anything. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll okay. go for it. Okay, Louis Tezzeret, agent of Bolus. Uh, black, blue, two, plus one. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on your uh, rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Minus one. Target artifact creature becomes a five five artifact creature. Permanently. Key thing to know. Yeah, like it does. It's not until end of turn. A lot of people like still don't realize it. Like it does because you would think that it's until end of turn. Yeah. And then yeah. his ultimate. Minus four. Target player loses X life. You gain X life or X is a, twice the number of artifacts you control. And he comes in with three. So something to note is that he's kind of like Garouk in that the second turn he's out, he threatens his ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But no. his ultimate, unless it's an artifact deck, it's not that good. Yeah, but that, yeah. that's not hard. There's a lot of zero cost. Because, like, you know, you know what I like about Tezzeret? Tezzeret is that card that if someone made a good deck out of, and then you lost to that guy. And then your buddy asks you, how did you lose, man? I lost to an ever-flowing chalice. Like, <laughs> you know, I, it's kind of funny. Like, I, I honestly want to play Tezzeret for just his first two abilities. <laughs> like, no, like actually, first no. Not, amazing. not really. Well, that last ability, that last ability can, take, can, can, can get you there. I mean, you're talking about twice the number of artifacts. So if you have right. three, four artifacts, that's 10 damage across board. Yeah, but you know, but, you, you know that lately I've had this like, you know, like thing going for Infect, right? Like I just can't get over it. And I'm just thinking that, you know, the turn after he hits the board, my Vector Asp just became a 5-5 five, five Infect creature. Like, really? No, it's, it's, it's not the bomb that makes it beautiful. It's the first two abilities. I especially got the something. I, I, I want to mention another card. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, we're not done with Tesseret yet, man. We're not done like, with Tesseret. The middle ability is the problem. It's like you lost to Amach's Opal. You lost to Fountain of Youth. Like, yeah, right? Come <laughs> on, dude. They, they, you just lost to a zero cost 5-5. Five, five. Wait, my Trigon of Corruption swinging for five damage, right? <laughs> after, after I put in a charge counter. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, my Rust of Relic's still a 5-5. Five, five. I don't have any other artifacts. Yeah, but it, it all allows you to also... Dig, which is which is which is good, and and he's he's at that magical planeswalker cost. The four three, the digging part is insane. No, I I just want to throw it out there too because um, one of the writers for our website, uh, Neil Talbot, he's wrong way go back on Twitter. He made a comment on Twitter this week when this card came out, and I kind of had to laugh my ass off about it. But he was like, I bet you right now somewhere somebody's making a deck with Vincer, Tezzeret, and Jace, and they're gonna call it the Blues Brothers. <laughs> I would play that deck any day of the week. <laughs> Blues Brothers. When well, he made that I mean, comment, I was tempted to go out and just be like, you, okay, if, what can I build with these guys? If you pull up that combo, that's pretty sick because um, Venzer phases out Tezzeret after Tezzeret turned someone into a 5 5. And he's going to sweep over and over again. I don't know, that's pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's. And then Venzer's going to bomb. Like, you're stuck. No, okay, well, what, what does Chase do then? Chase just sits there and looks pretty. <laughs> Jace is just there to draw your counter spells or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jace is just there to, to draw. And, 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 and furthermore, if you have all three of them on the field, what are you going to go kill? Fuck, I kill Venzer. Jace, fucks, yeah, Jace, Jace messes with me. I kill this one. Damn it. I don't know which one to kill. But uh, we mentioned digging, and I actually want to mention another digging card in green. Called Lead the Stampede. 
two colorless, one green sorcery on common. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal any number of creature cards from among them and put them put the revealed cards into your hand and put the rest at the bottom of your library in any order. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Now, that makes elves look really pretty. Exactly. And then on top of that, add the green suns in it to that, that I can go get my lords. That makes no. elves really dangerous. And, oh, and but you hit that card once in an elf deck. Like six of them are gonna come out. <laughs> well, no, it's it's, it's, look, it's look at the five. So five I know. I'm just saying, them, like most of most of it, like a hundred percent will be like five elves. <laughs> well, not a hundred, but high percentage. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, okay, it's, fine, it's high percentage. Like three, three will be like almost the minimum number yeah, of elves minimum. you'll see. Yeah. But but yeah. still, that that that's <laughs> three elves off of one card sounds amazing, and the mana produce how much mana they produce is also pretty relevant. I mean that that's definitely a really a really good card, and not just that. I mean that could also add into other aggressive decks just because it's in green. Now but the I, other thing is like in in extended that this still untaps Nettle Sentinel, so they can pay the three when they cast it. They get the three mana, so it's essentially free once you have the Heritage Druid and Nettle Sentinel combo. And you just keep going, <laughs> yeah, and then you face. just cast whatever you drew. Like like that 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 makes elves really nasty both in extended and and standard in in my opinion that was that that was one of the cards that I saw and I was like oh that's interesting but uh <clears throat> any other cards anybody else wants to reveal they have like two or three more oh, oh. I I got a couple more too um yeah wait Mike Mike you said we're not gonna preview everything no we're not but there's a couple more that are decent enough to talk about. I'll go ahead and I'll throw one of the ones I think we should still hit. Uh, it's a land, Ink Moth Nexus. Yeah, that was on my list. Yeah, it's uh, tap, add one colorless to your mana pool. Uh, pay one, Ink Moth Nexus becomes a 1-1 one, one Blink Moth artifact creature with flying and infect until end of turn. It is still a land. Um, I, lo- I love it. I love, I love how, your, how your voice went, flying! <laughs> flying! <laughs> flying. <laughs> Bro, I just... I, I think this is awesome. This is one of those cards that the Infect decks definitely need. And I can have a land that's so, flying so, in every turn. Combo, this is actually the card I wanted to bring up with Tez because that's a two-turn clock from a land. Wait. Like, it becomes a 5-5 five, five Infect flying? Damn. <laughs> that says F you to your face. Yeah, but now there's a question. If after it turns back into a land, does it lose the 5-5? Five, five? No, it's still a 5-5. Five, five. Nice. So now I have a five five land, which can be killed, but still, I mean, five, but it doesn't. Five, it, like, it loses flying and infect, so like it would have to, like then we would change it back to like give it flying and infect the next turn. All right, um, Brian, hit up one more card that you think we need to cover this week. I don't know. It looks like we've um, covered everything good. Hold on, let's see. <laughs> oh, there's the gob- basic land. The Goblin War Driver. Okay, that's oh. your card. Go for it. Uh, there's two. It's uh, a mythic one. It, it's two red for two two and it's battle cry. It's just a good addition for standard elves. I mean standard elves, standard goblins. I guess yeah. it's, it hurts. It's like a bushwhacker all all the time. <laughs> and, and I love the picture. Yeah, the picture is pretty friggin' awesome. But on, on, on that battle cry note, um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it because I don't think a lot of people have seen it. Hero of the Ox, uh, Oxid Ridge. That makes that deck so good. It's creatures human. Uh, he's a creature human knight mythic. Two colorless, two red, haste, battle cry. Whenever hero of the Oxid Ridge attacks, creatures with power one or less can't block this turn for two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, 
there's going to be a mono red deck with like Kadulta Rebirth, uh, the Goblin deck. Put two of him and like some cost in there, and you just destroy. <laughs> But that's what a goblin deck looks right now. It runs Koldotha and uh, Mox Opal, so yeah, but but War adding this, but War Driver, and then adding this guy who has haste, he comes down on the swing. Yeah, and and, and, uh, and creatures with power one or, or one or less can't block this turn. So that 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 puts a, a lot of a lot, a lot of chump blockers out of style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, that, that was a cute wall, no good anymore because it okay. can't block. All right, Hector. Uh, you got one more card that you want to talk about that's been spoiled. Um, there, there was one which uh, Victory's Herald. I don't know if you guys have seen it as well. It's pretty much a limited card, though. As far it, as like, yeah, it, it's a limited card, but but it has to be noted. It's a rare and it's a bomb and limited, in my opinion. Hey, it's, when it attacks, it becomes a wannabe beanstalk angel. Yeah, pretty much. It's a it's a three colorless, three white, flying four four angel creature. And whenever Victory Herald attacks, attacking creatures gain flying and lifelink until end of turn. That's pretty much the battle cry ability of when it attacks. And also the Titan ability. Without the plus one, plus zero benefit. I think that's a good addition and good flavor in the, in the, in the, in the set as well. Okay. Lewis, one more card. Uh, one that I kind of want to mention is Treasure Mage. Just because... I see it doing some very crazy things. Like the fact that it can search out Wormcore Engine and wait, wait, wait. Contagion Engine. Is this one not on uh, Gathering Magic? Because I don't see it. No, it's not. It, is uh, it? Is it not on there? Uh, like it's it's been spoiled already. It's even on the Wizard site. Okay, actually, but, it looks like um, he hasn't updated Gathering Magic for maybe a couple days. Actually, so well, it's basically Chicken Mage. But for artifacts with six or greater. Okay. What's the and cost? It, it's the Three. same thing. It's trinket Mage, but it just it's okay. six cost. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Search for threats. That that's okay. also really cool. good in, in blue black. Like, put yeah, that but, as as your early blocker, and then you know you bring in a warm coil. <laughs> All right. Well, it it might actually be something that the Grand Architect deck needed to become like, more consistent. You, you mean the block deck? No, not, not even necessarily block. Like it might become a standard option. Okay. Hey, hey, I don't don't say. Oh, you mean the block deck? There was a Grand Architect deck that topped eight. <laughs> oh no, I know. But Lewis, lots of time he talks about the Grand Architect deck. He's talking yeah. about the block when he plays. Yeah, because that's where it's powerful right now. But like, it, that might be what it needs to just become a standard deck. Okay. There's one other card that I can't believe you guys mentioned as I was saying last card, last card, but it's I think this one needs to get mentioned. Sorry, Brian, I know you're freaking out. Um, the last card I want to mention is Sword of Feast and Famine. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I yeah. knew somebody was going to pick that one. So I, I mean, like, here, here we go, people. It's the same, you know, you know, play and equip, three and two. Um, equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, has protection from black and from green. So this is, you know, the, uh, the, the Mirren Sword, you know. And whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, that player discards a card, and you untap all your lands. It's, it's cool, I guess. Uh, people had their hopes up for something a little bit crazier. Maybe I, 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 I did. I really had my hopes up really high. But Lewis did bring something, a good point, a, a little bit earlier, which is uh, it's more for the pro black, pro green. That pretty much takes the two strongest colors in the format. 
Because I, I think blue is more of a is right now more supporting black, really. Yeah, it, it keeps your like it's actually the way to protect yourself from go uh, go for the throat, and the fact that it discard while not a huge thing, it does affect because one it makes it can make your opponent have to make a bad decision. Like okay, they want to keep their spells, but then they discard a land, and you know that's it, they're screwed. And the fact that sometimes like if you do cast it on turn five. It's essentially free if you can get in a hit because you'll pay five, you know, play it, equip, hit, get the, the damage in, and then untap, and you can just keep casting spells. So it's just something to, to consider. I don't think it's it's great. Like definitely, like none, the swords that are coming out now aren't comparing to light, light and shadow or fire and ice, but they're not. I don't think they're as weak as people think. It's no, good no. again. It's good and extended. No, it beats like it could. Well, except uh, male it can it beats John. It beats it beats, John. It beats Doran. And it does beat Doran too. It gets past uh, fairy bitter blossom tokens. It does get. Pa- I mean, yeah, but I but mean, if, I, if you're flying, yeah, no, because protection from block, they can't block you. No, well, like he said, it get past, not that they can block it. Like they okay. can't block the they can't block the creature you're swinging with. No, I mean, but, but still, that that in, in in extended that that's pretty late game from yeah. what I've seen from extended. That that's pretty like tip of the iceberg. All right, um, we're gonna go ahead and take a break now. When we come back from the break, we're gonna go into the what we're playing section of the show. Uh, go over a little bit of the last week of what's been going on, Hector and his PTQ that almost happened. <laughs> and, well, we'll see you back here in a few. All right, here All right. we go. So here we are back to Top Deck Hero Radio. Uh, Brian had to step out for one second. He's going to join us in a moment, but Lewis and Hector are here. Um, all right, guys, what have we been playing this week? Hector, let's start with you, man. Uh, yeah, with what happened? Failed PTQ? Yeah, let's see well, what happened. What happened is I, I needed to acquire, finish acquiring a few cards to complete the deck. It's not that I haven't playtested it. I was playtesting with some friends at school and wherever I could. But in that acquiring of the few cards, I had a trade and everything ready to get the cards that I needed. I'm like, all right, good, set to go, make that trade on Wednesday and then practice for the rest of the week and go to this PTQ and let's do it. Let, let's kick some ass and take names. And then on Tuesday night, my car breaks down. And I spent all week trying to get that fixed. And I was hitching rides from everybody to school to work. So that exactly didn't, didn't, didn't bode well with my plans. So I'm looking forward to the pre-release this week because it's like I couldn't even go to FNM, to, to FNM that week, which also angered me greatly because I haven't done FNM since, like, Christmas. Just like, dear. But, but, but you got to go to FNM last night, right? Yes, I did go to FNM last night, which obviously now you know what day of the week we're saying all this stuff. <laughs> well, but, well, obviously from the what, – What deck did you lose to at FNM, Hector? Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, as I mentioned earlier, I went to Phoenix Games, and uh, and I, I lost, like, the majority of the players that went, that go there, all went to Atlanta for the for the Grand Prix. So I, I ended up playing a few experimental decks out of two, two experimental decks. I played Valakut first round, bitch slap Valakut all day. Uh, those main board acidic slimes. I played Eldrazi Green, if you guys don't know, which probably you don't. Now you do. 
I played Eldrazi Green and I bitched Lat Valaka, which usually is a bad matchup, but I guess I just drew really amazing. <laughs> Acidic Slimes help. Like, honestly, I've, that's, when you can destroy their Valakuts, like, they're just like, wait, what? Let, let, let me tell you. First game. In hand, Jaraga, Battlement, Acidic Slime, Acidic Slime, Primeval. Okay, I'm keeping <laughs> I, this. I think I, I see why you won. <laughs> I'm keeping this. And, like, a few turns after... Uh, there goes uh, Acidic again. I do three Acidics first game, and then second game I boarded in a bunch of uh, uh, what is it called? Tradastadon, I think that's the name. Tradastadon. Yeah, and then I drew two summoning. Uh, that game I drew summoning trap, summoning trap, and I left all my Eldrazi's in there, which usually they boarded out. But I'm like, no, I feel like leaving them in, and it was a good choice because I drew summoning trap, summoning trap, Joraga, and draw card. I wasn't able to get it as fast as I thought, but I EOT Summoning Trap. Tradastaran destroyed four mountains. Uh, I mean, not four mountains. mountains? De- de- destroyed destroyed three three mountains. Yes, three mountains. Well, well, Valakut runs how much mountains? They run about 12, 13. Okay, and now take away three of that. So nine. Exactly. I can like, do math. Yay! Yay! But regardless, I destroyed three lands, which slowed them down greatly. And then then he 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 ramped some more. I I I was like playing around the the the, the creatures because I couldn't I, I I couldn't swing out full because then he was gonna swing for nine and I was afraid that he might throw something in my face, which he did. He ramped back up to seven and dropped um Zendikar, Avenger, and he dropped Avenger and it was like a bunch of creatures on the field. I'm like, oh shit, I need to win now. So I EOT, I cast summoning trap, and there goes Amara Cool. I'm like, yes. Cool. That's a pretty so, good summoning. <laughs> I'm like, yes, thank I could God. hear General Akbar yelling, but, "It's a trap!" But yeah, but yeah, that, that that that's what I did with that one. Then I played Elves. I had, for the most part, part I had a I had a pretty good good matchup with that. I mean, usually it's a bad matchup because they can just like turn one, he stopped me, but then turn two and three, I destroyed him. Um, one with another summoning trap to Amara Cool, which is very very pleasing when you do that. And then the, 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 the other one was my favorite because I, I had my hand. I, I got my Jiraga on, on, on the field, and then I kept going. He had – he boarded in, and it's the first time I saw it. He dropped black land, and I'm like, black? Huh. I don't like where that's going. I'm like, that means he has Memorialized, Disfigures, and maybe Doom Blades for the board on that. So I'm like, I, I don't like that black. And then I top deck. Uh, acidic slime, and I'm like, and that black is gonna disappear right now, so I don't have to worry about crap. With two primevals in my hand, I'm like, I don't want him calling primeval. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I play, I play acidic instead of playing another ramp creature, which would get me two primeval very easily, or guarantee me primeval next turn, even if they kill the Jiraga. So, so I, 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 I played acidic, kill the black. He goes, okay. He, he sets the black, and then the game goes on. I cast primeval, then eventually cast a Markul and sweep him out, sweep him out of the game. And then he goes, he, he reveals his hand right after the match, and in his hand was Doomblade, Doomblade, Memoricide, Memoricide, and he didn't have black. <laughs> and he says, oh, I had two, he says, I had two Memoricides and two Doomblades off the bat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wonder why you, and I'm like, then you're dumb, because you should have Doomblade my Jiraga, and you would have not, you would have won that. And he's like, yeah, that's true. And he's like, okay. but I was saving, I was saving it for something bigger. Okay. And then... Then I played an experimental white deck, which found out the awesomeness of Tumble Magnet. I did lose to that deck. And then I played a mono-black control deck. <laughs> it Call it what real. it is. 
it, it was mono black vampire control. No, it was more mono black control than it was than it was vampires. I mean, it had the vampire staples, but it was it was. Just, just, just so the listeners know, real quick, I love giving Hector crap about this because um, back when you know uh, what's his name, uh, Vampire Nocturnus was in standard, I made the mono black vampires just for fun. You know, played a few FNMs with it and stuff. But you know, everybody makes a joke. It's not a deck. It's not a deck. Well, it never mattered what deck Hector played with and what top tier deck he had. Whenever he played me, he couldn't win. He just couldn't. Well, that's because you always had Nocturnus. <laughs> well, I, it's not like I planned Nocturnus. that. It just happened. No, that's, so that's Hector has a really bad taste in his mouth for vampires for like the last year. Yeah, so. Every time, every time. Nocturnus, Nocturnus, Nocturnus. Not, like he would drop a Nocturnus. I killed Nocturnus. He'd drop another Nocturnus. I'm like, God damn it, motherfucker. And he'd get lucky. Hey, with the top deck. Well, he, he, he would always have it. Let, 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 let's watch the language just a little bit. All right. But uh, wait, wait, you're asking Hector to watch language. Yeah, I know. This <laughs> is if that was not, like, if that, that wasn't an issue in the first place. Yeah, I'll give that one up now. But uh, anyway, yeah, that, that that was what Hector was doing for the last week. Lewis, I know you have very limited time. You're going to be leaving us shortly. Um, what did you play this week? I've actually been working with Smitty from the the A Team and SixtyCards.com. I've been working with him and Marshall from Limited Resources. Yo, I'm really um, glad Marshall's part of this group because you guys have been working on this deck for like a while now, and I think uh, Marshall wasn't with you guys originally when you started working on it, and then he was added into the group of people working on it. He came in uh, like not immediately, but uh, like uh, like within the week. He like he. Like, uh, after the first week, no one really trusted Smitty. Then, like, in the second week, like, I was in, and Marshall joined, like, like the day after. And he, like, he's done some great testing. I've been able to work with him a little bit. I was testing the Faye matchup with him, which the deck just, I have not seen it lose to, to Faye, which is ridiculous. Uh, we've been messing around with the deck and stuff. The mana base is a little tricky. Um, I, like, I suggested, uh, Fetid Heath, that's... It's for extended? Yeah, it's for extended. Why don't you guys, uh, throw in Reflecting Pool? Because we need first turn green. Okay. We need a, like, like, the mana base is very strong, especially because there's Lotus Cobra. I had an amazing draw, and I have the pictures for it, where I turn four, like, now that we added uh, Knight of the Reliquary, turn four... Kicked Conqueror's Pledge, followed by turn five Double Beastmaster's Ascension. Damn. And win. Yeah, that's GG. No, that's definitely the GG. And on, on, on that nice top deck, I actually wanted to uh, make a statement to our listeners. Well, I actually, I'll, I'll let Mike make the statement to our listeners. Oh, no, about the top you, deck. you can make it, but let's make it after we're done with the uh, tip of this section first. But um, um, as far as that deck goes, uh, we've been working on it. Uh, apparently, two people have just barely missed top eight of a PTQ. Like one person on breakers and one person because they got uh, a draw where, I, well, no, it was there. They got a second loss where four one one would have would have uh, made it to top eight, and they got four two. So it was they just barely missed out on it, but. Uh, tomorrow, it's uh, Smitty and Marshall are de- are for sure in on on the PTQ on Moto, and I'm trying to see if I can make it in, and at least try. Like even if I can't actually make it to the Pro Tour, it'd be nice to to get some hands-on testing like that. That's that's good, Mike. What about you? 
Okay, well, um, I, I've been doing a lot of stuff this last week because I've been screwing around a little bit on MTGO, and I actually made it to an FNM last night where we played Standard. Well, I got to play a round of Standard. Um, little strange. A round? Yeah, let me explain. Um, our shop that we play Friday Night Hold Magic on. at is really Hold small. Hold on. What? Let's end that discussion. I don't want to remember yesterday. Okay. No, I'm serious. I'm dead Re- serious. Really? Yeah, please. Okay. Well, then I, we won't talk about it now because Brian still has issues about it. But <laughs> I played one round of standard. I played blue-white control, the Kago blue-white control. Um, it was cool, but I was playing a mirror match against another blue-white control, Kago also. But this Kago was modified slightly. It had a Frost Titan in it. So even after I boarded in my worm coil engine, which was my board choice, uh, he was able to keep my worm coil locked down, and it beat me both games. The, the Frost Titan was just beastly. Um, but other than that, like I've been playing on uh, MTGO, like I said lately, and it's I don't have a lot of cards on there. I just got you know a little of this and a little of that. So I, I made a couple of casual decks that I've been playing around with in the casual room. Um, one of them's Infect, and I've been having a lot of fun with that. And the other one's Vampires. Been having a lot of fun with that. The one I was having more fun with was the Infect because in the casual room, I think I lost one match. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I think I lost one match. And um, I started getting the big head about it. After doing like 12 games, only losing one match, I decided, ah, I'm going to go into tournament practice and give this deck a shot. Yeah, that didn't go very well. Um, <laughs> playing against yeah, real decks, surprise. of course. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's just the way it is. But, you know, I had fun with it anyway. Um yeah. But that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, a lot of that Infect deck on MTGO, and that's been about it. But, uh, Brian, how about you? What have you been playing? I've been making... <clears throat> well, I've been playing Magic, but I've been making decks the whole week. Like, um, my friend Rob, he decided to he decided to play Extended. So, I mean, my other friend Chris, like, what Extended should we make? That's easy. And we came to the conclusion we should make Tempered Steel. So, we... Uh, we made that, and Robbie just now purchased some of the missing cards, which is Temper Steel and Mox Opal. Well, I've been doing a lot of trading, actually. I've been doing a lot of trading and <clears throat> and just making decks, pretty much. Um, dismantling Valakut. <laughs> that, was a, that was a new one for me, because my, my wife didn't want to play it anymore. Yeah, apparently Valakut, Brian, and Priscilla believe have a very bad game currently. Yeah, yeah, everybody like you. You have Genesis Wave. You have Blue Black. Like everybody's just have boarded main boarded against Valaka. That now Valaka doesn't. Need, it's 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 high chances of winning. Turn uh, game one is low, and then game two it's even maybe lower. So that, no, that, that Hector, she doesn't like it because it's it's good and all, but it's boring. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I play blue white. I play Cargo, so I'd be like preordained, and uh, that one time she said, "Okay, I'll play Harrow," and she made a big mistake because she didn't know I played Spell Pierce, and then she just stopped playing the deck. <laughs> <laughs> but in all in all honesty, my my wife's a uh, counter player. Yeah, I remember the season before this season, she was playing uh, Planeswalker Control. Super friends. Yeah, but. But yeah, all right. That that's pretty good. Um, lately, my um, my wife also started playing Elfvine because she loved the hell out of that deck. She loves Elfvine. Also, the fact that she always draws an elf, a land, and an archdruid on every game on the <laughs> first turn. 
never mulligans and always gets the, the second land. So, well, I mean, if your deck loves you like that, then yeah, keep using it. <laughs> 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 oh, but you, you know what? I just thought of a story I did actually want to talk about my experience with MTGO. Um, I don't know what it is, man, but some people on MTGO just got bad attitudes. But uh, it was like two days ago, I ended up playing a game with my effect deck in the uh, tournament practice room. Uh, like I said, most of my games there went horrible, but this one just went good, and I was so happy about it. But um, essentially, my opponent was playing Eldrazi Green, and um, as soon as he, you know, he started to notice what I was playing, he was like, "Infect is not a viable tournament strategy. Thus, you should not be playing it in this room." And I was like, "Really? Well, Eldrazi Green's not a, va- a valid tournament strategy. It's a bad version of Valakut." And they were like, "Oh yeah, well, Infect's the bad version of bad." And right after he said that, I swung in with my uh, my Iker Claw Mirror that had a Distortion Strike on it, putting both Vampire's Bite and Groundswell on it after dropping a land. Yeah, he didn't say nothing in round two. But I have an I have an experience. Hello. Yeah. I have an experience in MTGO. It's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hector comes down from Orlando. You to told Miami. us about this last week. No, he oh, didn't. I did. Yeah, about the tumble magnets. No, 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 no. But oh, I didn't okay, tell the ahead, complete story. So nah, yeah, nah. there's like Hector's like, Brian, you know, let's play, let's play MTGO. I'll play draft. Okay, I'll see what you're going to pick and all that. Whatever. Then, you know, he stops playing. He lost. So it's my turn. My turn. I draft, right? I see Tumble Magnet. That's like an auto pick for me. Tumble Magnet, auto pick. Right? Grasp of Darkness, auto pick. I, I, I actually hated one of each, right? So my first game was the guy who like probably lagged or something. So she he quit the game. Yeah. Now, the second guy plays four tumble magnets on me each turn, does two grasp of darkness and two um what's the galvanic blast, and has the shittiest creatures ever. But he beat me, cause I mean four tumble magnets, dude. <laughs> it's, it's there's no coming back from that. It's just and galvanic. Yeah, and, and, actually, because well, like, that, a real draft. Because in your real draft, I doubt six tumble magnets. That's one of Brian's problems with uh, MTGO is he, he's afraid, like, you know, these aren't as random of packs as they're supposed to be because he's like, there was six tumble magnets in one draft. Makes absolutely no sense. Yo, I mean, three, four, okay. But the, for the guy to, like, play four, each ter- one each turn, <laughs> and stall till he finds a solution then okay i guess i guess you're good man <laughs> i mean i don't know it's, they, i don't think that would ever happen in a draft honest, honestly in a real draft in a paper draft all right well we're gonna go ahead and wrap this section of the show up um we're coming on down to the end here uh we're trying to keep the show at about an hour and we're hitting 59 minutes right about now so um one thing I do want to talk about is probably for next week, Brian is going to be making a section of the show where he talks about some stuff he wants to talk about instead of just being dragged on to nothing but spoilers and this and that. He wants to talk about some what, – what was it, Brian? I don't know. Just just tips on playing Magic. It's just based on my experience from like super crappy player to like I can do things now. Like, no, no. I, mean, I, I used to be super crappy. I didn't know what I, half of what I was doing and then like no. – I went into. I, I understand I, you. He, mind you, he's defending what he was saying now because I was shooting him a bird across the room. But anyway, no, 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 no. Like, if Hector could let me finish, I'm just saying. Oh. Okay, 
<laughs> but uh, like I started magic in Miami. I was shitty. I mean, like I started getting friendly from like in the store, and they douche me. And I don't know. I had no help. I know. I know what you're saying. When I got to Mirrodin, that's when I got really like e- eager into magic, and I started playing. And then I realized, you know, going to tournaments, there's like things. There's a, there's do's and don'ts. There's do's and don'ts in magic. Like not not just rulings, you know. It's just. Oh, um, that should be a section, do's and don'ts. Actually, I, I completely understand what you're saying because, I mean, well, everybody can use some tips on what they're doing and get it from somewhere other than, like, what we think is good. I mean, okay. up, to, up to, like, a little over a year ago, me and Hector thought we were balling in Magic. And, you know, now we, now we look at decks that we played, like, a year and a half ago, and we're like, what the hell were we thinking? Hector was balling in Magic? Huh? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just, I have Tourette's. Okay. No, we, we okay. had some, we had some really bad decks that we All thought right, were amazing right. decks. But uh, anyway, no, so, well, yeah, okay. everybody give, can I'll use give, those tips. I'll give you an example. I, I have a friend named Gary, and um, he, I've been like helping him out play Magic. Like, I mean, he he knows what to do, but he doesn't. He tends to forget certain things. So we went to a big tournament, like where um where Hector said he plays like Phoenix games. And uh, he was winning. He was beating the crap out of this dude with, uh, I think it was Eldrazi Green. I don't remember. No, no, it was Blue White. It was Blue White. It was Blue White. Then he played Day of Judgment. The guy plays Bad Charm. And and Gary lets it down. Just, just puts it in the graveyard. Well, the thing is, the guy played a, spa- uh, a Japanese Bad Charm. So Gary's just beautifully gazing at the card. And like, oh, yeah, it counters Day of Judgment. Counters Sorcery. Okay. Then I asked Gary, how did you lose, dude? You're winning, right? Yeah, he countered my Day of Judgment. Like, no, that counters instance, not sorcery. Like, things like that. Um, I figured out that people sometimes play Japanese cards to confuse other people. So that they won't, they'll be like, oh, I'll do this. Um, I'll play Blightning. You discard three cards. He just magically discards three cards. And the, the, the guy follows him because the guy said discard three cards. Sometimes people don't call judges, you know. And you should be aware of that. that that's a privilege in magic. Calling a judge is a privilege. For sure. Uh, there, there was quite a few times that maybe I should have called a judge in certain matches instead of just letting things go. I've had the same same moments. Like when the guy took over my Eldrazi monument and decided he didn't <laughs> want to sacrifice anything to it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that was a good mind you, mind you guys I was watching that and as soon as Mike did that I was like oh uh I walked outside he <laughs> <laughs> volation rained my Eldrazi monument and I'm just like okay and then the next uh, turn or two later he decided he didn't want to sacrifice a creature to it anymore and I'm just like well yeah he, he's not going to sacrifice a creature to it that's not legal he has to keep sacrificing until he has nothing left no, but, but no, no. if he doesn't have it, then I'm not taking the flying damage anymore of these little creatures coming in over and over again hitting me. <laughs> so, okay, I'll let him not pay the, you know. But see, that was wrong on my part. I, I should have gone ahead and did it because actually he only had like two creatures left. He would eventually have to sacrifice them all. And I would have still been alive and maybe would have won that match. But Maybe. But uh, I, I think we should, uh, to, to wrap it up, we should talk about the top deck of the week. Yes, go ahead, Hector. Top deck of the week. Um, to our to our listeners, uh, if you guys would like to uh, send us emails on uh, your your top deck, like um, I'm just gonna give an example of one of mine that I've had. It's been done against me. Not not even that I've had. It's been done against me. But that was a beautiful top top deck. After I talked to the guy, he said, "Yeah, I top decked it." He he. Uh, the the it was a draft. It was a um. What's the one that has the? It was Rise Rise of the Eldrazi. 
It was Rise of the Eldrazi draft. It was a while ago. And um, and the guy plays the demon that whenever he deals damage to a player, sacrifice all permanents, reveal the top six cards of your library, and you may cast any spells Hell from Carver. it. Yeah, Hellcarver Hell, Hell Demon. That's the one. He, he's so bad that I don't even remember the name. But he whooped <laughs> my ass. So he has a Hellcarver Demon, right? And I think, I think I'm like at 12 life. And I, and I, and I had a... I, f- I forgot what it was. It was a creature that was flying that I had on my side of the field, but I don't remember what it was. And it, it would have swung for Letho if he swung for Hellcarver. And I'm like, all right, I'll let her- Hell- Hellcarver hit me. I'm like, one, he's going to have to destroy all of his permanents except Hellcarver, and then I can swing in. He does it. I'm like, Hellcarver. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Let's do this. He has a Maracool in the deck. <laughs> Guy casts a Maracool, takes a second thing, swings with Annihilator 6. I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I, have, I have I have one too, but it's okay. Not like but, let, but but let's hold off on any more stories of top decks. But, of the but, week. but yes, top decks I, like 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 those. That, that's not necessarily a top deck, actually, but, you but know, it is. We we have a few more minutes. Actually, go ahead, tell us yours. Like um, yesterday, we were playing Magic a lot. <clears throat> no, no, Thursday. I'm sorry, Thursday. And uh, I was playing standard with my friend Rob, and my wife was play, pr- playing extended with my other friend Chris. Chris would like. Chris was playing four color control and my wife was playing Wargate. So like you know the concept, right? I need prismatic omen to win. Okay. So Chris like uses like three Esper charms and like discard destroys the prismatic omens. Come Priscilla's turn, Priscilla draws a um, prismatic omen and already has escape shift with six lands, so it's a game. I think Priscilla did that like ten times in a row and and Chris just stopped playing. <laughs> Every time Chris would almost win, she'd always draw the prismatic for the win. Like, nice, ridic- ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's oh. a top deck. That's a th- that's a real top deck. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 mine wasn't a top deck, but technically, Amara <laughs> Cool. Really, he drafted Hellcarver, a Mythic, and Amara Cool, a Mythic. I mean, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I see why people he, would pass that, pass that, but I wouldn't grab it. I don't know. Maybe he picked it on on, on his uh, pack. He, when he when he told me when he told me that that he says he he, he both were passed, and he says. He saw Hellcarver as a six-six wall. I would it's love a six-six to flying wall. And then he says he got him out of cool pass. So he's like, I might as well just put it in my deck. You know, I have Hellcarver already. I might as well just put it in there and see. What yeah, happens. but yeah, yeah. You know, I, I play fifteen mana my entire deck. I'm gonna throw an Emrakul anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. But look, 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 look. Like that, that's nothing. Like, just, just last one. Just last one for the road. Like I was playing M11, and the guy passes me a Grave Titan because he said he didn't need it. Nice, nice. On my pick, on my pick, that same round, I had an Ajani Goldman. I ran through people. He gave me a grave time, and I got an Ajani Goldman. It was over. Yeah, like that's that, not necessarily a top deck of the week, but yeah, but yeah, that's but it, 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 it is it is a good it, it is a good story. It but no, but it was like he was, he was talking about he was talking about people passing crazy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, passing me a grave time is crazy. Yeah. But, but, but the whole point of what Hector was saying here, everybody, yeah, no, I if you want to if you want to email in your your top deck moment of the week, if it was you that had it or if it happened against you, send them in, and then we'll pick the best one, and it'll go up on our site. We'll have an article on it, and. Well, not necessarily an article, but we'll post it up on the site and, you know, have a little have it there for like a week until we get the next one up and going. And we'll also say it on air. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the show, that's for sure. Um, speaking of uh, people that have said something about the show and wanted to say something real quick, and our, we're going to go to shout-outs now. I just wanted to throw shout-outs to Pugster, Sam Stodd, and Rubix. Uh, they actually left comments for us on the mtgcast.com network. Um, so they like the first show and keep it up. 
Uh, we're glad you guys left comments. We love getting comments. And, you know, anything you have to say, good or bad, let us know so we can improve the show for you guys and keep turning out good content. Uh, anybody else got any shout-outs? Hey, uh, I'll give a shout-out to Newbie Games, you know, and all the Heat fans. Sorry. I just had to do it. <laughs> oh, man, you just – apparently. Just... Uh, apparently Apparently they can't work without um, Bosch. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but the Magic are stomping. Yes, the Magic are stomping. Thank you, Hector. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm in Orlando. I oh, okay. Both. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Shout out, Hector. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do a shout out to my car that finally got fixed. Nice. <laughs> and it's running. Keep it that way, please. Because <laughs> I kind of need you to work. But, yeah, I don't have much shout-outs today. <laughs> all right. That, that's cool. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with a uh, with a report about uh, GP, GP Atlanta. Well, we're not going to report about it because, obviously, we're not there. But we will definitely talk about it. Uh, Brian and I have a friend that is actually there. He took my Jund extended deck with him to it to try to play that tomorrow. So I'll oh, actually cool. be watching tomorrow trying to see if he's in any of the featured matches with it. Hoping he doesn't run away with the deck. Yeah, I guess crossing our fingers he doesn't keep it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, he's going to be there, and hopefully we'll get to see him tomorrow online. Hopefully. That'd be cool. Um, and also, well, one other thing we found out recently, we were actually making our extended decks for a TCG player that was coming down to Miami at the end of February. We recently found out it's not going to be an extended. It's going to be standard first day and sealed the second day, which kind of sucks because we were looking forward to playing extended. Yeah, so was I. But, uh, you know, oh, well, we're, we're still going to be going. We're still going to play standard. What are we, we might play the sealed side, or we're not sure yet, but definitely going for day one to play standard. Um, but anyway, a- anybody have any other closing comments or anything at all before we close this up for the week? Potatoes. Potatoes. Gum, just... I don't know, just listen to us again, hopefully. we got a lot of things to talk about. We're not like, we don't have a set amount of things to talk about. Mike tries, but we talk casually. Like, we're talking to each other and stuff, for you guys to hear. So, it's a really, it's a podcast, and uh hope you guys listen to us again. We have one each week, and, uh yeah. And, and we're going to get Brian a new microphone for next week, because I know he's been cutting yes. in and out on you guys. Please. No, I haven't. No, you, yes, have. you have. You've been cutting in and out really bad. That's why I keep looking at you like, you know. But we'll, yeah, we'll have like, him a different mic next week, so hopefully that won't be happening. Um, but, yeah, we kind of got stuck in a lot of the rut of talking about spoilers because we ended up starting a podcast in the middle of spoiler season for a set. But uh, we're definitely going to be talking about a lot of other stuff. But, anyway, that's the show for this week. Hope you You're guys enjoyed kiss it. this time? I'm not. I didn't kiss anybody. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I bet. Anyway. I bet. I bet. Yeah. All right, guys. Take it easy. See you next week.